With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is Comic Cast on PodcastArena.com. Here's your geeks, John Lee and Michael Carroll. Welcome into issue 266 of Comic Cast. John Lee here, and Michael Carroll is going to be joining us for about 15 minutes, yeah, right? A little bit, a little bit of time. And I'm actually in studio. I. Drove up to uh, the Gal Plaza here and uh, joining us, and we're gonna. This is gonna be a little different uh, comic cast because uh, I wanted to get some perspective on the sports world and some reaction on on um, on coronavirus, but also kind of have some fun because I know coronavirus pandemic has gone a little crazy, and um, so this issue uh, joining me is AJ Hoffman. AJ, how you doing? I'm I'm corona free right now. Are you sure about that? As of as of this morning, I'm corona free. Are you comfortable sitting in studio with an Asian man about two feet away from you? <laughs> I I noticed I was the last to get a chair, and this is the chair I got. <laughs> Everybody else is all the way across the room. They did it wisely. I'm not taking the jong chair. Uh. <laughs> and uh, Rahil Ramzanali is also joining us as well. So, um, just yesterday almost seemed like a culmination of like. What could go wrong, or I guess what, like, the biggest stuff came out yesterday. The NBA season got postponed because of, I guess, the best defensive player in the NBA, Rudy Gobert, canceling the damn league. <laughs> um, Tom Hanks and his he wife. He did it to himself, by the way. Yeah. yeah oh, and then he was, like, touching recorders and yeah, microphones. trying to be a funny guy. Like the guy who was on the uh, the Senate floor or whatever in the gas mask making fun of it, and then he gets coronavirus. I, I'm telling you, if you taunt the coronavirus, corona comes after you. It gets you. <laughs> That's why this virus is different than any other flu strain, any of the SARS, and any of those other ones that have been there before. This one knows that you're talking shit. I'm coming after you. So I actually, I actually am uh, in in the process of writing a movie called corona man where <laughs> you look in the mirror and you say corona five times and uh the coronavirus comes and attacks you so i, I think i don't think anyone's done anything like that so it's gonna be a, a wild success i would guess but i think if you're under 50 you're okay is fred oh, okay man. no fred <laughs> is is i i don't think he's got coronavirus but he's just in general poor health uh unfortunately so 
Uh, and then the Tom Hanks thing happens with his wife in Australia. Tom and- Hanks, I'm planning to star as Corona Man. <laughs> <laughs> And then also all the uh, all the big tournaments, uh, or I guess not all the big tournaments, but a lot of the big tournaments did get canceled in college basketball. Um, I think the did they cancel the NCAA tournament or that? Not they're, yet, they're but I, do I would assume free, right? I would assume we'll you would hear have that to at this point in right? the next day or two that the the national, uh, the NCAA's are canceled would be my guess. And I that's incredible. Yeah, like that is the only thing that matters in college basketball during the entire <laughs> year. Like I get it, you watch it. I'll watch games. I love watching my horns play, but no one else cares about college basketball except oh. for this. Gamblers. Game. Yeah. No, but even gamblers, <laughs> the gamblers aren't sustaining ratings for them. No, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is their big moneymaker, and they're just going to have to eat a year. Like, that. guess what? We'll just have to make good next year. That's pretty wild. Yeah. And then um, how are you guys handling it here? Is there a protocol or anything? We're not. Uh, there's been no handling of it. Uh, Lance call, Lance sent me a text on Monday. I, let me see. Monday, I want to say it was it was very early before I wake up. Uh, but he said, uh, "Where are we at? Where are we at? Oh, here we go. Okay, um, can't breathe." <laughs> Uh, he says, uh, I'm warm coughing. I'm hoping this is just respiratory infection, but a little worried because my asthma medicine isn't helping and I don't have any masks or even know where to find them in case something happened. I'm going to reach out to my doctor to see if I can get tested ASAP and try to cancel my trip to Oklahoma that leaves today. I don't want to travel until I'm for sure know I'm safe. That was at 3.27 a.m. And then at 4 a.m., F it. I'm overthinking. <laughs> Just worried because I can't breathe very well. I'll take some prednisone and see if I can get back to sleep. I'll be in in the morning. That's just obesity, Lance. And then he showed up in the morning and he was fine. Uh, he, he was fine and he had some kind of asthma issue or something like that. It wasn't the coronavirus. But that's the thing. Like, If you get a tickle in your throat, it's like, oh, God, it's fucking got me. I'm, I'm so I don't know if I'm I, you go. sorry. It's, it's got me. Uh, it's just a, it's a panic sort of a thing, man. Yeah. And, um, I was going through a, whenever this first started in the United States, I was going through a sinus infection and after a sinus infection, I got like a really bad cold and I got checked up for both of them and I had to like watch when I was coughing and like, and people, so people like Asian man coughing, get away, get away kind of thing. And, and, and now it's gotten to a point where I think right now, in a week or two, we're going to be like Italy, where it's like the cases are going to explode and we're going to basically it's going to the, the, the numbers are going to escalate because there's this two week period where you don't know if you have it or not. I actually think it, what's happening now with us canceling all these events and stuff like that may prevent that from happening because we're, you know, we're taking at least some measures to, mm-hmm. to prevent the spread of this thing. I'm sure the numbers will go up, but. There was. I was reading something today that, you know, if if there's no action taken, those countries that don't do anything are going to have like a four percent fatality rate. Oh yeah, I saw and, that. And yeah. the ones that do take action are looking at less than a percent, which is still a, a lot mm-hmm. when you think about it. But it, it's it, it could be way worse. So uh, I, I think what by doing all this stuff, canceling all these mass gatherings, stuff like that, not having 
you know, four dudes sit in a tiny room and, and talk about things. <laughs> Doors open. Uh, oh, well, that, <laughs> we're letting it all in. We're allow more germs. Uh, but I, I do think that you know some of these steps, which suck for us, because especially in our business, like we want these events to go on because otherwise we're going to be sitting on air talking about freaking coronavirus all day. Uh, but it's it's for the the long term good. Yeah, I was listening to an episode of Joe Rogan's podcast, and he has. Oh, he had a disease expert on. Like, this guy specializes in this. He wrote books about this. And, in fact, chapter 13 of his book, he mentioned it several times on this podcast. He predicted what would happen. Like, it would start in China because of the wet markets, because of all the animals out there, the way they're touching them, killing them right there. So he predicted this, and he also predicted, like, through... And he's a professor at a college. They have models that show... This is going to be 10 to 15 times worse than the worst season of the flu. So it's only going to get worse. And he keeps bringing up the point that, guys, this isn't going to be over at the end of the month. This is a minimum three-month battle that we have. And there's going to be shortages. There's going to be issues. But as AJ mentioned, the fact that we're already taking these preventive measures, hopefully it helps out. Like Of the four of us in this room, we should all be okay. For the most part, we should be okay unless there's respiratory issues or something we don't know about. We should be okay. And even most people that are going to catch it, 98% will be fine or 99%. Right. But if a lot of people catch it, that 1% or 2% that are not going to be fine, that's going to be a huge number. Well, so, I think I think AJ's at the most risk because he's the oldest, just in terms of mortality. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, the mortality rate like okay, escalates. Let's put mortality rate uh, percentages. I think Raheel's at the most risk. He wash, He just runs hot water on his hands when he pisses. <laughs> he doesn't believe in using soap. It's an airborne disease, so it wouldn't matter if you wash for a hundred. You still in the water? You're 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 the problem. <laughs> yeah, but I'm the, okay. I'm young. <laughs> And my cardio is great. My VO2 number right now is fantastic, so I'm fine. If there was my cardio is not that great right my, now. I show you my VO2 number; it's great. Uh, I ran two miles the other day, and I thought I that I was going to fall out. Yeah. It was bad. Yours, yeah, we got to track that. So, if there's one person that has it in here, it's me for sure. Now, Rough next game, I had an event Saturday oh. night. You did crowd surf, yeah? Crowd surf, yeah. You did do that, oh. yeah. But I'm not showing any symptoms because cardio is great right now. There's that, Michael I mean, Carroll was at the Post Malone show in Austin. <laughs> he had his shirt off oh, in the. In, I mean, just rubbing up on other dudes with their shirts off. It was gross. I thought it was fun. Uh, no. <laughs> the only thing he caught was great memories. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, and then uh, we're, we're talking about entertainment. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, that got postponed. Um, the release of uh, the, the new 007, No Time to Die, that got moved back to November. What an oh. unfortunately <laughs> named Bond. <laughs> <laughs> um, <We> named <laughs> and my guess is that everything that's coming out, like Disney, like, Low low key is like SOL just because of the Chinese market with Mulan coming out and then also Black Widow coming out. Like nobody's gonna go watch that stuff in in China. Well, also a yeah. Quiet Place just got delayed too this okay. morning uh, in the U.S. Place. too. Yeah, have Quiet Place. Uh, I know it's European release and I think U.S. release as well. Yeah. Does Disney pivot at all and just releases Mulan on Disney Plus? I don't think so. No. 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 Yeah. I I think they push that back. They push everything back in China. About six months, at least six months, and I'm surprised they don't they don't do that with uh, Black Widow here. They said, that, I mean, their la- latest 
uh, trailer came out and said May 1st. They made it clear, said May 1st. And I was like, man. That's going to change real quick. Yeah. That's going to change. Without without coronavirus, I would have uh, assumed that they were going to, I mean, I would guess that they would make like 120, 130 opening weekend. But now that number probably dips down to like 80, 70, 80. Could it also be the by that time it releases, people are just going to be so stuck with cabin fever. They're just like, I'm getting out. I don't care. You know what? Screw you guys. I'm going. Movie theaters aren't going to be like, hey, we're not going to take your money. Yeah, right, yeah. They're going to be like, yes, just come on in. Please. So, so one of the things, so we went to go watch that new uh, Ben Affleck uh, movie. What was it called? The Way Back. The Way Back. Mm-hmm. And it was it was okay movie, but the bigger emphasis, I mean, the bigger thing for me was I went into the restroom after the movie and somebody we all know named Mug, Mug Maris was at the urinal. He he, you know, he pees and just walks straight out. I go, oh, oh no! I go, oh no! And that's oh. that's the stuff I worry about. Like like for me, like old. yeah. <laughs> and for me, when I go into like public places, I make more of a conscious effort to you know twenty seconds both. Mm-hmm. Palm. I get up on the forearms if I You're use the public huh? restroom. Yeah, and then so and then like I don't Man. touch the door. I use the uh, I use a napkin, but then like. I look around. I'm like, there's people like that will do that. It will touch everything, and it doesn't it, matter what you yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a, it, you can wash your hands as much as you want. If somebody has it. It's an airborne. yeah. If you're around that person, yeah, it's airborne, so you're screwed either way. But you'll just be screwed with really clean hands, which is nice. <laughs> but just like, I mean, it's just like the flu. You, yeah. I mean, you, if you're touching, you're shaking hands with people who have the flu. Yeah. You, yeah. you eventually touch your face or whatever. I mean, it's. It's airborne, but it can travel through, you know, skin to skin contact as well. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a big believer in washing your hands anyway. Like, what's what's it hurt? Just wash your hands. It's, it's not that big of a deal. It's 20 seconds. It, but especially now, wash your hands. Like yeah. Raheel, I I plea with you. Oh, I, I wash I, my hands. I wash, <laughs> okay, I, I, wash I know. My hands after number two. Number right, one. I'm saying after, after number one, just wash them anyway. <laughs> what's the harm? Yeah, what's the game? <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, okay, my, my someone in Wuhan said that one time. Like, oh, what's yeah. the big deal? Uh, you know, and then now look at us. They're, they're like, they just had a bat. They're like, yeah. Oh, look, I'm telling you, the game for you is I have clean hands. The downfall for me, my pH balance falls. My skin just doesn't feel right. You don't. Uh, you, you carry a moisturizer. Yeah, around. I do. I have a moisturizer, but if you over moisturize, then your hands get too sticky. I don't like the sticky feeling. <laughs> God, I hope you get it. <laughs> I hope you get it. Again, I'm telling you. This. So on, su- I didn't text you, but uh, on Sunday, I was feeling. I was like, "Oh, this oh. is it. This is it. I have it." <laughs> and then I rested up. It was okay. It was more because I was just exhausted from Saturday, right? Uh, from 7 a.m. until uh, it was almost 11 p.m. I was out and about, so I was just tired from the day. Then Monday we had our broadcast in Kingwood, which is. You know, it's an hour away. I make the drive. I get home, and I literally passed out. And I was like, this is it. It's two days. Then Tuesday, I was fine. Yesterday, I was fine. So I don't think I have it. I don't think. I think it's more the pollen. I'm a big believer in don't come to work if you're sick. Yeah. And like, you know, Mary Mamalak, uh, (laughs) someone we all know, showed up at work and was like, I think I've got the flu. And I was like, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Like, (laughs) don't come here if you're telling me you think I got the flu. And then, sure enough, he had the flu. He had to miss like three or four days of work. Oh. But. Did we sanitize the mic? Hell yes, I did. (laughs) Right after he left. (laughs) 
I, I mean, if if you've got if you feel sick, and that's what I, I mean. It's easy to tell people this. And I, I'm guessing you guys saw the story today of the dude who flew from New York yeah. to, to, to uh, Florida. Florida no, yeah. And then he got off the plane, and as he's getting off, he tells the flight attendant, hey, just want you to know, I do, I, I did test positive for coronavirus. You may want to wipe this thing down real good. All the people are already gone. It's, all, it's, it's out and about. I mean, that guy should go to jail, yeah. in my opinion. I mean, yeah. I think if you show up to your office with the flu, you should go to jail. But if you carry that on a plane, oh, like man. What? If there is somebody that's over 55 that dies from that because of that exposure, how is that not murder? It's, it's at least murder. It's at least manslaughter, yeah, I would think. The fact that he knew. I mean, knew listen, the fact the, that yeah. it, this is a – if you have AIDS and you run around and it's like you think it's funny to have unprotected sex with people, mm-hmm. you can go to jail for that. Why is this any different? I mean, honestly, what, what's the di- what's the difference in knowingly getting onto a flying vacuum sealed tube with people, and then when you get off, be like, "Hey, got some news for you, honey. Uh, you may want to put on a mask when you wipe this thing down because I was sneezing all over this bitch, and I've got the stuff." So, do you guys uh, wipe down the mics in the table after every show? No, no, no I, I do before my show. I don't do it after every. That's their problem. <laughs> I'm good. My immune system's pretty damn. Sorry. Oh, okay. it's not my fault. You gotta stop this, man. You're you're the you're too cocky with this. Like, you're Rudy Gobert right now. Like, Ooh, look at me, look at me touching the mic. Can't hurt me. Well, 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 even if he gets it though, like his survival rate's pretty high. But your co-host, his survival rate is oh, yeah. pretty low. We I mean, had high, we had low, a. But- we had a dude named Koo, an African comedian. You, yeah, I mean, yeah, you yeah, probably yeah, remember. Yeah. He's been on our show a few times. He came in this week on Monday, like, <laughs> Africans were immune to coronavirus. Black people aren't getting coronavirus. And then, like, in the last two days, all these black dudes, like, shit, got the coronavirus. <laughs> you can't. I'm telling you, Corona Man is real. You <laughs> can't tip Corona Man. So we put percentages on people at the station that if they did get the coronavirus, what percentages they survive? Okay, let's. Okay, we can so, play that game. So I don't know if, if their the audience bar. knows about the station. I don't know, like, <laughs> yeah, so I'll set the bar real quickly. Like Fred Fowler, your co-host on the Blitz, eighty-five oh, percent mortality rate. He's, he's, so he's John, seventy years old. How old? Like legit? How old? He's, he's fifty. He's fifty-five. Okay, fifty-five smokes. Right, mm-hmm. uh, drinks like a fiend. Drinks. Doesn't have great cardio. No. VO two max number not good. <laughs> John put it at sixty percent. I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Said fifty-fifty. Dude, I think he's fifty-fifty. <laughs> the one thing that could save Fred is his blood is like his his resting blood alcohol content is point oh nine. <laughs> so that's like even if he's sober for two weeks, he's still it, it's still infused in him. Yeah. So that doesn't go away. So. Assuming that alcohol is is a, a a fighter, a combatant, then I'll give him some chance. But I think he's he he would have the highest odds of going certainly yeah. okay. of the on air staff. Jong, if Jong got the coronavirus right now, what would the percentages be that he dies? Jong's young. He's in good shape. We're, me and Raheel are the same age. He's Asian, <laughs> yeah, which so could be that it's built into him that he will survive. That's true, because well, he's also. He's like he's a uh, he's one of the people who will pass it around. So you, you, <laughs> the way this disease works, you, if you're a passer, you you are not going to die. You want to spread it. Like yeah. Jong's people are the chosen spreaders. So <laughs> he's going to live so he can spread to so all the other races. Like less than two percent. Less than two percent. Agree. Okay. I'll Michael take that. Carroll. 
Michael Carroll not as in great cardio shape. Not as gone. great, no. Two max number. Not Probably good. not good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> was that was I made up that story about Post Malone, right? Yeah, you did make up <laughs> that story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael Carroll, a relatively clean guy. Yeah. Michael Carroll also, besides this moment, I mean, he works in an office basically by himself, self quarantine, yeah. which is yeah. Nice. yeah. I do the same thing. I, I my door is open almost all the time. I've been shutting my door. Just I don't want people coming in my door. I don't want people coming in and, and touching my door, desk no. or whatever. I don't I don't like it. So I, I will say that Michael Carroll being living a lonely life. Antisocial, yes. Yes. But yeah. if he contracted it somehow, Ooh. what Ooh. are the percentages? How old are you, how old are you Mike? Uh, 31. I'll go 15%. Okay. okay, I'll take that. I got 25%. Take... I didn't Ow. <laughs> You just don't know me. Uh, that's true. But okay. I the coronavirus, what happens is he's like, damn, this is the nicest guy. Like, I can't kill this guy. Yeah. But if okay. you get a bad strain of it. God, I hope that's you. not the that's rule. Screwed. I hope yeah. that's not all we're going. I mean, Lance would have to have the <laughs> highest chance of getting it right because he travels a lot. No, I think it would be me. That would be you? Yeah, because Lance just had one trip. He's, for the most part, at home or in his office as well. Yeah. He's not. He's not Raheel a- gets out amongst the people. Yeah. I, I'm, going, I'm going to the gym today. Oh, see, no. Going. I got not, kettlebells. I'm still going. <laughs> I can't. I, and, I, I oh, have to go. Do you still go to the same gym on Westheimer? Oh, hell yeah. $10 fitness connection. Oh, oh you're God. never going to make it, dude. Yeah. That's a, that is a, that's no, a Petri dish. That place is gross to begin with. Yeah. Well, it's $10 oh, a month. $10 a month, yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, I pay for 24-hour fitness, and I'm not going. Man. I'm not going. All right, AJ. Yeah. If AJ got the virus today, what's the possibility that he dies? Uh, AJ's not old, but you're old. 39. 39. Yeah. So you're still under that 40 mark. You're good. Cardio, you said two miles. You were struggling a little I'm bit. Struggling. Uh-oh. Okay. Shorten his breath. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to go 12% on you. Okay. There's a 12% chance you die. I still got my two miles in an under 17 minutes. Okay, that's pretty good, though. Yeah. Okay, I'm 11%. But it was hurting. <laughs> it was, I was hurting. It was bad. Okay, we're back to 12 Now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it again. I would set the thing at 18 minutes now and ju- just not risk it. I would go, there's there's an 11% chance. Okay. Dell's African, so his his chances of survival are high, right? Yeah. And Del, he's young. He's young. He's not in uh, He runs like. He's skinny fat. He runs every once in a while. Like, his conditioning's not good. Yeah, I think Dell's one of those dudes. He doesn't. He's not fat. No, but he he does, doesn't strike me as a dude who like goes out of the way to take care of himself to prevent no. himself from getting fat. He's, he's a lot like you, Michael. Where it'd be no, Michael's shock. just fat. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Dell's. <laughs> it'd be a shock if either of you caught it because of the social interaction. Right, uh, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. He's very antisocial, right? Like Dell's not going to catch it from his hand. You know, that's the only thing he interacts with. That's it. <laughs> let, me, let me throw this one that may uh, may have a higher rate than we think. What about Joel Blank? Ooh. Lives with like 100 animals. Okay. Has yeah. a baby at his house, which uh, is already a germ factory. Yeah. Older than he, we think Older he than everybody thinks he is. <laughs> which is <laughs> actually quite out, remarkable. Does, does work run. out. He does run. Ooh. That's a good... And he just got over a serious leg issue, too. An infection. Twenty percent. I think 20%. he's got to have a better chance of dying than me. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. a little bit higher. For well, sure. he's on that 
50-ish threshold. And Barry traveling around on the oh, road Barry. at comedy shows, oh, taking pictures hands. with people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, touching good, microphones, right? like I mean, it depends what phase we catch Barry at because he goes through phases of like he'll work out, focus on his diet, and that's only for like three days. But if it's during that yeah. phase, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I got twenty percent for Joel. Yeah, Barry thirty-two percent. Oh, okay. <laughs> what about your boys, John and Lance? Oh, John, I put at forty. No, no, thirty-eight percent. John is always out and about. He's yeah. a mover and shaker. He meets people. Mm-hmm. He shakes hands. But he's still like he, even at his age, he's still working out. He still plays golf. He gets on the elliptical. Good. I said if you did a test on him, you go like, what's your actual age versus your health age? I think he'd come in younger than his oh, actual certainly. age, right? Yeah. Well, I especially think Lance will Lent. come in over. You think so? Yeah, oh yeah. Lance <laughs> broke his foot. Walking off a curb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what are Lance's odds then? Are they minimized because he's he self-quarantines? Yeah, but this is all if he get, if you contract it. You oh, have okay. it already. What's the chances you die? So, what ha- so you said John is 40%? I, I put him at like 38, yeah. Okay, and what about Lance? Lance is higher. How high? 46. Okay. <laughs> what about... And he has, a, he has an asthma issue, too. That's true. Yeah. What about Charlie Palillo? Ooh. Pretty reclusive, right? Yeah, right. But yeah, we're but saying again, if he catches is, it, if he catches it, how old's Charlie? Fifties? He's gotta. He's gotta be sixty. Looks, I mean, he looks like he's in his forties. I mean, he, I don't know. He's old. He's been on radio for a long time. Yeah, old. He, I say sixty. That's probably not true. No, he's probably no, fifties. I would say fifties. Yeah. He's in his fifties. Oh, what would his number be? He plays tennis and softball, so yeah. his, his respiratory issues are probably good. I'm going to go 22%. Okay. So it turns out... Fred's going to die. I'm in, <laughs> I'm actually in pretty decent position here. I'm okay. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all I really care I mean, about. Y- y'all right? should really play a Deadpool. Honestly, here. the people I really care about surviving this thing, myself and David Gao, uh, is, <laughs> he, is he going to make it? He's in fantastic shape, I would think. Oh, Raheel's shaking his <laughs> I don't know. Preferably Laura Beavers, too. I think she deals with all the payroll stuff. HR lady. Yeah, yeah she, so <laughs> we need HR her. There's some, there's some people with way, way lower odds in our office that might... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, that aren't known as radio personalities, but yes. there are people who... <laughs> if mean, it he, gets them, they're in real trouble. And the guy behind him, too. Uh, it, it, there's a couple of them. That there's are a in, number we threw out, 98% chance. <laughs> so so, so that guy spends a lot of time, I guess, once a week in Michael's studio for about an hour, hour and oh. a half. So if he gets it, Michael gets it. And if Michael gets it, everybody will interact with Michael. Not me. Yeah, And by the way, Michael has to step out. He's, he's a very busy yeah, man. Understand. Um, but if Michael gets it, I feel like that's like we were talking about petri dishes before. That's a petri dish. If he yeah. doesn't know he has it, he comes in. Everybody's using the microphone. Everybody's interacting with Michael. So I mean, I think that if it happens, that studio's the 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 
patient zero. Okay, to tie it back into your actual podcast, which which superhero would die first of coronavirus? Or which comic book character would die first? Ooh. Wolverine's not dying. So oh, no, no. He got, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. I don't know, anyone to, human. It ha- anyone it, human. Well, it would have Old to be human. like uh, Professor X or Magneto. These are older gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Professor X uh, might die first. I mean, yeah, he's in a wheelchair. Like, uh, he's, <laughs> There's no respiratory. <laughs> yeah, his, what's, his, what's his number? It's like, <laughs> it's no negatives. Yeah. Like, so that dude really gets, old. No, Low-key, Magneto would survive. Because he could just do the blood. Like, he could just mess with the... Yeah. The pathogens. He could pull yeah. them out. Yeah, like, he could do something crazy. Oh. Yeah, Professor X would... would he's in trouble. one... Batman? No. No, 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 no. Batman Alfred is Batman. dead, though. Al, Alfred's yeah. dead anyway. For sure dead. No, Batman would have to cure or not give it to anybody. Oh, because he's a and, bitch like Yeah, that? he hold it out and just like, you know, oh, everybody's uh, everybody's weak to this, huh? He'd give it to one girl. <laughs> <laughs> Martha. Superman? No, Superman's good. Yeah, he, has an alien, he has an alien immune system. No, he's as long as the bright yellow sun is out, he's not. Th- he that, can't get over one element. Well, that's the only one. His home planet. Yeah, this is not yeah, a crypt, a kryptonite based pathogen. No, <laughs> you can't get over the one thing that you know. So, if you guys did self quarantine, what would you guys be doing at home? Just binge watching TV. I would be, yeah. It would be like prison for me. So I would wake up, <laughs> do my workout, eat a good breakfast, and we're talking about the blue collar prison, right? I mean the white collar prison, right? So we're good. Oh, so you're, there's like going to be no. No, uh, no shower stuff. No rapes. Yeah, yeah. That's well, good for you. Like the one that the St. Louis Cardinals executives got okay, into. Yeah, okay. like club fed. I was yeah. thinking like that, right? <laughs> Get a nice workout in in the morning. You know, got some stuff in the gym. Nice breakfast. Read the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, I'm browsing, and then I'm watching a bunch of shit on TV. Yeah, that's probably me too. I've been uh, sort of self quarantined anyway because it's been college basketball season. So I haven't watched any real TV, not much real TV. So it'd be a good time for me to catch up on some stuff. I'd probably try to watch some movies. Um, but, yeah, I'd also try to just avoid my kids because they're probably going to be stuck at home too. Yeah. I mean, your kids are safe, by the way. It's like kids. Isn't it weird? Kids are like the grossest. Yeah, kids. And they don't die. They, they're going to be cool with, like, it could be in them, and they might not show any symptoms. It's fine. So they are the ones you got to be worried about because they'll be spreading it everywhere. Uh, are, you, are your kids are still going to school? Both they're on spring break. Yeah, oh, mine's okay. at daycare. She's fine. Okay. She's she, ran with me. Daycare? That seems worse than school. But again, she could have it. She could have it, but she, there's no symptoms in kids. It's like less than 1.2%. Oh. I think that was the number. That's the scary part. They're like they are You don't the, know. Yeah, they're the petri dishes. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. Till it's too late. So in daycares, one of the examples is hepatitis A. There's a hep A break like they'll they'll have just huge breakouts of those in daycares and the kids will all test positive for it, but the adults are the only ones with symptoms. Mm. That's just how it works sometimes. Would you rather contract coronavirus or hepatitis? Corona. Junk? Absolutely. I think Corona. Yeah. Why would you want hepatitis? Yeah. I well, want no part of hep. I mean, it depends on your age. I, I, I was I'm saying, what's the mortality rate right now for hepatitis? Yeah. I'll play my odds. <laughs> I'm playing my odds. I guess there's we a vaccine fl- for hepatitis. Right. Yeah, but we get flare-ups of hepatitis. Right? Yeah. That's true. I don't want flare-ups. So you, <laughs> <laughs> so, so either you, you just chance you die, or you have or an occasional flare-up. Flare up. 
I'm taking the chances of dying as opposed to a flare up okay. any day. So have you uh, have you know, your kids play baseball, right? They do. Uh, have you pulled them out of baseball? No. No. You don't have any like concern about them actually. They sent out a thing. Um, I guess uh, like his parents are. The parents are the ones likely. who should be worried. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. sent out a thing to an email to us for the tournament that they're playing in this weekend that said, uh, like, before the game, there's no coaches' handshakes. After the game, there's no line where you, you walk through and slap hands and say good game, which I tell all our kids to fist bump anyway. I'm, I'm a big believer in that. I tell all the kids, just keep your hand closed. These, these kids are dirty. Uh, but now there's not even fist bumping. So it's just uh, like you meet, you're going to line up like it's uh, the Civil War on each side of the pitcher's mound and say good game and turn around and walk <laughs> away. Uh, but there's, I don't know, like like Raheel said, I don't know that these kids, the, the adults are the ones that you got to worry about. It's yeah. guys like me who are stuck around a bunch of these filthy kids. That's, That's the it. ones who are in trouble. Can't even go flirt with a hot mom at baseball anymore. Like, you don't want to flirt with a baseball mom, trust me. Uh, I mean, since we're uh, since you guys are in sports radio, what what are your opinions on like having sporting events with no crowd? Because uh, with, I mean, I guess when we're doing this, you know, pop culture podcast, real effects are being felt at the box office. But with sports, I guess the owner's pockets are being felt. Yeah. With uh, with nobody in the stands, are you are you, where do you come where do you guys come down on like having a crowd versus not suspending the season? Well, especially with the NCAA, it made sense to play in empty arenas because the kids aren't getting paid anyway. Mm. <laughs> so I mean, it's not like you know they're they're having to pay these guys millions of dollars. They're they're losing money technically, money that they would have made, but it. it that's all greed money anyway. That's blood money. Mm-hmm. The NBA did the right thing for them by saying, listen, we're not going to play these games because you can't pay guys, you know, a million dollars a game to go out or half a million dollars at a game to go out there and, and not get in any popcorn money for the day. Like that's a, that's a tough business model to maintain. I thought for college athletics, it made sense to do it in an empty arena. Um, I think there's some sports where it still, to me, makes sense to do it in an empty arena. I know they've, they've been talking a lot about uh, the upcoming UFC events. and so What are they doing in Brazil? They're do- the one in Brazil, is I think they're just they're, – I don't think coronavirus is in South America yet or not uh, extensively. Okay. So I think they're just going about it like normal. But uh, the UFC is in Columbus coming up, I, I want to say, next weekend. And then the UFC 249, which is like the, the Khabib versus Tony Ferguson fight, someone asked – Khabib about it. He's like, I don't want to talk about this. Please, please, don't tell me about this. They're all Where scared. Their fights like? are going to be canceled. I want to say it's in... Somewhere say, where's a big act, oh. outbreak? I want to say it's in Vegas. Uh, so I, I think what the right thing to do in my mind is, because those are those are fights, th- those are events that are going to be have a TV audience. Um, just put them in an empty arena. Mm. Put them in a, in a small yeah. a gym with a cage and cameras and make it a TV event. Uh-huh. Uh, I think there's some things like, honestly, somebody I, re- I really feel bad for is the XFL, mm. which is a, let's face it, it's an it's a, an upstart, like a, 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 it's it's been a success so far. And any success that they've had is probably about to be wiped out, which is really unfortunate because that's, a business that I don't think can sustain without butts in seats, at least long-term. And you're talking about half of a season, not only half of a season, but half of your inaugural season. It's just going to be something that's, that's really difficult to, to maintain if they even 
keep playing. Yeah. So it's just a. I think it's case by case is what I would say is is when I believe they should do it in you know with the with no crowd or not do it at all. I think the the no crowd model is going to be sustainable for the some of the sports that you mentioned. Even the NBA. Look, the ratings are going to go up, in my opinion. Right. Fans aren't there. They're going to be watching on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's ad revenue attached to every local. But those contracts are already signed. Like, yeah, you know. Like, it, but there is ad revenue coming in that you're going to share at the end of the year. You've got your local revenue as well. And if you're an owner, you go, absolutely, I want those millions that I make from the seats. But you go, hey, at the end of the day, yeah, we lost money. It was a down year because of something that was out of our control, right? NCAA games, play them without crowds. The ratings are going to be great. You're going to make a ton of money. It'll be fine. XFL, I you know, Seattle, they can't, by law, they're not allowed to have a crowd. Mm-hmm. So they're going to play the game without a crowd, and they're going to lose money on this because the XFL, their TV deal was, we're just giving you this programming because we want to be available. You do what you want. There's no revenue sharing. There's no ad, uh, ad dollars. There's nothing attached to it so the espn broadcast fx uh fs1 fox everybody they they're just coming and getting this for free and what they sell they keep so the xfl is losing money across the board right i'm hoping they don't cancel the games and you move on but you would look horrible if you didn't cancel Mm -hmm. and if you had fans somebody you know somebody test positive all that stuff it's just not worth the bad pr so they're in a lose-lose situation. And I, it sucks. I really want them because the next – so you got March 22nd for the Roughnecks, April 2nd. Roughnecks will more than likely be in the playoffs. They're going to be the number one seed. That's the first playoff game. So there's three games right there. Hoping they win their, that game and they get to the uh, the finals. That's four total games right there that you lose out on. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm looking at the XFL crowds and they're not – they're not necessarily selling out the place either. So it's like the few fans, I mean, not the few, but like maybe half to three-fourths of, of the stadium full of fans. Like, yeah, you're you're getting to a place where you're, it's, I mean, inaugural season, it just yeah. sucks. And um, I think that you, you, if you're the XFL, I think you play without the fans and just Absolutely. stream everything. Because I think that the with the players and the coaches, you can contain that. You can, you can, hold them over for a few hours, test them, and then let them go uh, uh, after the games, right? And even with the UFC fighters and coaches and all that stuff, that's more, much more containable than yeah. having a stadium full of people where you can't test all of them. Well, that's why I like it, for, for especially for MMA or boxing, because in those sports, you've got to undergo a physical literally right before you, you compete. Yep. Uh, so the doctor has to check you out right before you compete. So and and of course they check you out right after you compete. So to me, that's the type of sport that makes sense to do I mean cuz with with football all it takes is one dude on that football team having it and they, you know they're in the pile you know hacking on each other, breathing hard, you know, you got guys with low cardio numbers breathing heavy under the pile and Next thing you know, the whole team's got it. You know, that, that's the kind of stuff that worries me. And that's why I do think the XFL, they're probably just not going to play games. Yeah, and, and then I think on the grander scheme, like an even bigger one is, is baseball. Mm. 
I don't think baseball season is going to start on time. Almost certainly not going to start the on time. Flexibility of pushing it back, like they. But again, how long do you push it back? Right. Because if this is a three month ordeal, when do you come back an extra month in the heat? You know, in the, in the height of it, then what? That doesn't make sense. Do you play a half season? I don't know. Yeah, this is going to be it's going to be different for everyone, and we're about to enter an area that we don't know, like. Any, we don't we don't know the answers here. And Major League Baseball, because of how much they pay the players, that is another business model that's really unsustainable to play mm-hmm. in front of a, an empty stadium. I mean, you can't. There's too there's too many too many dollars walk through the door every night, eighty one times a year, and that's what pays all these guys these massive salaries. Yeah, it, it it just doesn't work if there's if there's no fans. And with baseball, I feel like the that's probably the most dirtiest sport. There, you know, you, you see old Puig licking his bat. Pitchers licking their fingers, and then you know multiple pitchers grab, grabbing the ro- rosin bag, and, and it's just like that sport. I feel like once one person, like a, if a pitcher has it, and he's starting the game, and he's like licking his fingers, touching the bag, touching the balls, because you know the balls. You know, the, once it, it, a ball gets scuffed, they'll throw it away. But you know, if relievers are bringing, if they keep bringing in relievers. The relievers touching the same ball, same rosin bag, licking their fingers. Yeah. But you're also in a dugout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they got some weird, weird, yeah. but also like, rituals. If you play baseball and then you've played basketball or football, baseball suddenly doesn't feel like that dirty of a game That's because true. in football you're sweaty. There's you're you're switching sweat with other dudes. Same as basketball, like you're you're oh, posting up. Your skin is touching each other's sweaty skin. You can feel each other's breath in baseball. You don't really get like you don't have a whole lot of direct contact with people in baseball. It's not nearly as invasive of your personal space as football and basketball are. Man, uh, <laughs> I'm just I can't wait to see all the decisions that are made and like the logic behind it. You then you start then you start going through the politics of it, right? Mm-hmm. And you'll you'll. We've seen this already when the NBA with Wojnarowski tweeted out that the Knicks, James Dolan, was like, hey, let's just play our games. What are we doing? And then you come off and says, then the Rockets, Rockets to the snitch t- on two. the Rockets, too. There's going to be a lot of politics behind this, too. There's going to be winners and losers. Like, right now, James Dolan, obviously a loser. Tillman Fertitta comes off as a loser in all of this. Because greedy of, bastard. Like, it comes yeah, off like, as a greedy bastard. Oh, let's just play games, you know, until the government tells us to shut down. Let's make money. And then you got the winners in all of this. Mark Cuban is an early winner in all of this. Oh, you know, no yes, doubt. He was the first one to talk as a governor of a team. He was the first one to say, hey, we're going to figure this out. We're going to make sure our hourly employees get paid. Mm-hmm. We're going to make a program for them. Whether they do it or not, it doesn't matter anymore. Like He already got the good press from all of this. I'm sure he's going to do it. He's a billionaire. He'll figure it out. But there's going to be a lot of winners and losers as well oh yeah well and he had the benefit of his team being on live tv as they were getting the news and you saw his reaction he was just like you know he kind of threw up his hands and he was like telling you know showing people the text messages and that kind of thing and low-key this kind of kind of shows you where these owners fall politically too governors Gov- okay. We don't call them owners anymore. <laughs> it it in, shows in you where league. these governors <laughs> fall politically. You know, you could probably assume that you know Tillman Fertitta and James Dolan are leaning a little right, and yeah. Cuban leans a little left. And uh, and that and and I don't want to get too deep into politics, but I feel like we've as a country handled this so poorly. And if our country, the infrastructure wasn't as good as it is. 
like we wouldn't be able to survive this and the and the pandemic would be a lot worse yeah. like i mean it's already getting bad right with the stock market crashes now mm-hmm. you've got seems like with no plan in place in terms of getting tested because there's not enough tests out there like right now if you want to go get a test you can't there's yeah. just no way no, to get can't. a test either you have to self quarantine yourself yeah and well luckily in a totally non-political thing the president didn't get rid of the organization that could have best defended us from <laughs> yeah. something like this. Oh, shit. No, he just put more money into the CDC, right? I thought, no, oh, uh, that didn't happen either. And the president didn't, absolutely didn't call this a hoax 10 days ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it does, I mean, it, and then what that does is when something like that happens, the, the president gets rid of the, you know, the basically the organization that's set up to, to prevent mm-hmm. things like this from happening. And then he comes out and calls it a hoax and, and the media is making it up and then turns out it's real. Now, his supporters are staunchly in coronavirus is a hoax. It's just a flu. You guys are just, yeah, you're just trying to make him look bad. Uh, and the other side's like, this is all the president's fault. I, I mean, it is, it, it's an explosive thing, which basically what isn't now an explosive thing politically Anything, in, whatever the president says, one side is like, this is the worst thing you've ever done. The other side is like, that's awesome. So on something that you would all think, man, team fuck coronavirus, there's literally people who are like, you know what? It's not that bad. It's, it, 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 this is bullshit. It, it'll, we'll, we'll get through it. It's, it's really crazy to me. And it's, it's kind of a, a commentary on where our country is when something like this happens that there's literally still a divide over it. It was fascinating to see. I follow a lot of news reporters on my timeline, right? And it was fascinating to see all the comments on their tweets when the Houston Rodeo announced they were closing. Mm. I mean, they're just literally reporting on this. And there are a lot of guys that when you go to their profile, you're like, oh, cool. Okay, hashtag MAGA's on there. Awesome. (laughs) And they're all going... Oh, you guys are reporting about something you created. This is yes. bullshit. You're like, well, it's just like climate change. Yeah. Like you, it's something like the environment falling apart is something you would think 100 percent of people would be uh, against happening. And meanwhile, there's a large faction of people who are like, "That's a bunch of bullshit, made up shit. That's not really <laughs> happening." It's like, no, these scientists they tell you it's happening. Like, yeah. no, no, I don't believe it because politically they're ingrained to believe that it's just made up. Yeah. It, it's kind of like this, isn't it? Like, I mean, it's yeah. something that you would think we'd all be on board being like, man, this is bad shit. We got to figure this out. There's still people who are like, no, this isn't, this isn't a big deal. This yeah, you guys just blowing this up. This is all a design to get a, a Democrat elected. You know, y'all crashed the stock market on purple. Yes. That, another thing that literally everyone wishes would do well, the stock market. It, we, we created this so the stock market will be fucked. That great idea. It's, it's also fun to see the belief in science. Like you get to pick and choose because they'll be like, how do we know these corona numbers are real, huh? How do we know these are real? Well, my dude, do you believe in the rest of the stuff that scientists work on or no? Because you're just now going like, ah, you know what? Seems like a made-up number. Okay, but we just told you the temperature outside, which is science – you believe it's 75, right? Like, we're good with that, but we're not good with a number that scientists are actually working on. It's so crazy. I mean, people like to pick and choose what they want to believe in. Yeah. And this is, I guess, this is one of the things, and I'm with AJ. I was like, 
how do you not believe in something that's you know being reported worldwide by the World Health Organization and also your government? And and it is it, a lot to do with the fact that some people are coming out and say, oh no, you know it's just like the flu, right? It's like no, it's not just like the flu. The mortality rate is going up as more and more people are getting sick. Yeah. And I, 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 it, it boggles my mind how poorly as a country we've handled it. And I feel like, you know, it should be if we were in a country without the infrastructure that we have here in the United States, the mortality rate would be much, much higher. Yeah. And so um, I'm, I'm glad that we live here and that, you know, the three of us are as healthy and, and young as we are. So uh, the, the, our mortality rate is pretty low, all joking aside. Mm-hmm. I did uh, call my parents yesterday. And I was like, "Hey, you gotta stop going to mosque for a while. Mm. Like, don't because they're older." They're yeah, like, I mean, my yeah. church sent out an email today saying, "Don't come, guys. Just chill. We've got we'll broadcast online. Yeah. We've got they've got an app. They've got a, a website. They've got Facebook. There's plenty of ways you can get your uh, your, God. your your God in without." Coming here and, and getting everybody sick. So, well, and, and that was I, one of th- everybody should be doing that, by the way. But then that goes back to the political thing. There's going to be some staunch people who are like, "Oh, if we pray enough, this okay. won't this won't hurt us." Yeah, and and that was one of the big things in in Korea was uh, one of the like I guess cults over there went to the middle, uh, I guess Israel and then brought the corona back to Korea, and they told the church members or the cult members that hey. You guys go around other churches and spread this, and they did, and that's why you know the coron- the the coronavirus numbers in Korea got so high so fast. Damn. Yeah, and um and and obviously there's a lot of Koreans that do this business in China too, so that's another way that it kind of spread. But you know they did a very good job of free tests for everybody. They yeah. gave out tests very fast, and it's like drive through tests where you just drive your car up, pick up a test, drive back, give give your test back. And then and then get your results in a few hours. Where I saw we don't so, have it here. I saw something about it. in Korea, South Korea. There's, I mean, how many how many less people here, or how many less people in South Korea than here? I mean, it's like a a, a tenth of the population of the U.S. or, or less. Yet they've the South Korea has tested more people for coronavirus yeah. than the U.S. has. Yeah, how's that like right now? Google because I looked it up yesterday. I was like, man, let me just be safe, right? Because I. I have interacted with a lot of people, right? Even though I'm not showing symptoms, all that. I said, well, let me let me go get a test tomorrow. You can't find you, no. There's nowhere. And and if you're uninsured, that test, like I'm an uninsured, you know, since I'm unemployed right now, and the test I've saw numbers anywhere from fifteen hundred dollars to three thousand per test. What? And, and I know the the president, and the vice president, have come out and said, oh yeah, anybody with health health insurance can get a free tests. There's no test right now. At the current moment, and they were asking him as he was leaving, "What about the uninsured?" And he just kept up, uh, walking out. I don't care about that. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, there's like what, 20, 30 million people in the United States without insurance. So it's like, yeah, good luck with those uh, older people without health insurance. So yeah, it's, it's it's one of those things. So uh, I like to thank AJ Hoffman and Raheel Ronsonali uh, for joining us here on Comicast. Uh, this was a Corona episode of corona cast corona oh, there you go corona cast don't uh, steal my corona man idea <laughs> uh thank you guys for tuning into issue 266 and we'll be back uh next week on tuesday uh hopefully with michael carroll for the entire episode he's very busy uh very very busy man here at gal uh gal media so yes spending corona so until next time see you guys 
This is Comic Cast on PodcastArena.com. 